Thanks for tuning in to Jam Happy Hour, a podcast with a heavy pour of wine and music brought to you by Jam Sellers. Today, we're reminiscing on our show from July 2nd, 2022, featuring the talented and kind Spring Summer. In between the tunes, we chatted about how her music has evolved over the years, with collaboration during the pandemic influencing her songwriting, and how a hard drive filled with song snippets led to new inspiration. During this episode, we were sipping back with a glass of bubbly and smooth toast sparkling. You can find toast in all of our easy-to-love wines over at jamsellers.com buy, where we also have our super handy wine finder. Just pop in your zip code and get a list of all the stores in your area that supply our wine. We also have a deal for all of you Jam fans that are tuning in for today's episode. Stock up on all your favorite wines and have them shipped directly to your door at no additional cost when you order six bottles or more on our Jam store. All you have to do is head over to jamsellers.com shop and enter code JAMHAPPYHOUR at checkout and shipping's on us. Without further ado, grab a glass, sit back, and get ready to jam out and wind down. This is Jam Happy Hour, poured by Jam Sellers. Happy first Friday of July. I feel like we're finally hitting that really intense point of summer with 4th of July coming up and and just so much in store in terms of live music and a lot of great things coming up. But in this next hour, we have a really ultra talented artist, deeply expressive when it comes to the lyrics and everything that she does, she pours her heart and soul into it. So without further ado, we've got Jen Furchis, aka Spring Summer. How we doing? I'm good. How are you, Sam? Good. And um, it's a little bit later where you're tuned in from, I believe. Yeah, yeah I'm on the East Coast in North Carolina, okay. so it's magic hour. Is it just insanely humid over there right now? Yes, yeah. but the best part has been the rainstorms. Last night it was like a typhoon. I got a an alert on my phone, don't leave the house unless you need to. I was like, I wish I got that before I just drove half an hour through what? it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Well, I always love seeing the people that are tuned in and watching, like where they're tuned in from. So if you're watching right now, thank you for joining us for Jam Happy Hour and let us know where you're watching from, what you're sipping on as we ease our way into the 4th of July weekend. And happy almost 4th of July, everyone. So what do you say, Jen? We just get right into it with the first song and we can chit chat in a little bit sounds good oh brother i'm lonesome oh brother i'm down the ground it gets harder when i'm pacing around a little bit weary and weak in the Guess one could argue This is how it should be I don't think I told you 
much I've cried I keep counting the clocks Counting the days Swimming in moonlight Drowning by day Good morning, night Keep me This is Jen Virgis, everybody. Spring, summer, and that is, I believe, the second single you did for um, Danger Bird Records. Yeah, yeah. I just so did a little cool. microdose with them, two singles. Yes, I love that. And okay, so I love how that song, it has all these really nostalgic sort of moments. And then I went and watched the video and um, I had read about how you kind of had this inspiration of forming like a vampire band, which I love. Oh, thank you. Um, I was a big Twi Hard okay, Twilight yeah. fan way back the, when. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I literally used to, as if I couldn't get any paler, I somehow managed <laughs> to do it because I wanted to like look like the the cast from the movie, and so I would wear a shade of makeup that was far too pale for me, yeah. and I thought it looked good. But. I remembered recently that I. I was trying to think of what books my daughter might be into right now. She's 10. And I was like, oh, my God, when I was 10, I was reading all the interview with the vampire books. Yep. And I went to get her one. But it was like incredibly erotic. I was like, wait, <laughs> how did I read all these? <laughs> oh, my gosh. But yes. Always oh. been into vampires. And is 
it your daughter who's a Gemini or is your daughter the Taurus? She's a Taurus. Oh, okay. okay. She's a sweetie. Okay. Very grounded, which is nice because yeah, I'm up in the clouds often. I was going to say stubborn. I, I'm yeah. dating a Taurus, so it's... Uh, <laughs> but they're yeah. they're very loyal and, and amazing. And they like yes. to snack, typically. Yeah, my <laughs> husband's a Taurus, and sometimes I feel like if I had to be stuck on a desert island, it's very um, like an Eagle Scout or something. Mm-hmm. Can, can figure it all out, but yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, so how did that song... I'll get to the video in a sec, but... For the song in particular, didn't you like find some inspiration through a batch of like demos that your cousin had? Yeah, my cousin Jason, um, we were working on a movie in like 2006 and he every day he would write these little snippets of songs and he just had so many of them. And one day he just put like 30 of them on a drive for me and said, here, you take these. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And I was so shy to collaborate and. I just I never did anything with them. And then COVID hit and all I've done is collaborate with people. But it started with that. I was looking for some inspiration and found that file and ended up putting two of those little snippets together and then write some more stuff. And it was fun. But yeah, t- 10 years later. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, sometimes the best things, they take time. Um, yeah. sometimes songs, videos, releases, they, they happen overnight, oh, yeah. um, with that just huge influx of adrenaline and inspiration. But then sometimes it just needs a little more, a little more time to age and, and mature. Like a fine wine. Like a fine <laughs> wine. Yeah. Okay. So for Oh Brother, um, the video, I think it's super cool. It's almost like hallucinogenic in, you know, visual form and, um, just the the snippets where it's like the stop motion and the animation I think is is so cool but how did you come up with the inspiration for that or did you have help yeah I mean I I can't take credit for it my husband was doing during COVID he, he directed the video and we have three kids and like everybody with kids are stuck in that hell of COVID schooling and so we just decided it was better to do it ourselves which may be crazy, but, um, so he taught our kids animation and he was doing all this animation stuff with them. And I was watching it happen and like, oh my God, we should just make a video and the kids can like choose the images and I'll help them cut it out and it'll be so homespun. But then, you know, things always turn into, well, it would be even better if we brought in an animator. And, um, but there was someone in his office who had, some animation skills and Roman had a cool reference of something that looked in that vein that was a like a still art a piece of art that he admired and so we used that as inspiration I wish I could remember the name of the artist but um and then he had done all this like second unit special effects stuff on Bram Stoker's Dracula back in the 90s I love that his name is Roman also because I just, I feel like it's just on brand with that entire concept. It's so cool. That's cool. No one, that name is so, um, on, it, you don't meet a lot of Romans. And I had a funny experience taking Roman to a party and I introduced him to another friend, Roman, when we were first dating. 
And it was like a total Abbott Costello moment where they were like, oh, I'm Roman. I'm Roman. I'm Roman. I'm Roman. I just went on and on forever because neither had ever met another Roman. I love that. That's so cool. Um, Well, shout out to Roman, wherever you're at. And the other Roman also. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So what do we think about doing two songs back to back? Cool. Cool. All right. Uh, I should have said before, this one, before the echo chamber, um, I've never played this one before, so we'll see how it goes. Waiting by the phone, never felt so alone, you're impossible, you tune my guitar. Was it me who went too far? You were irresistible The longer by They say you die a little every time I won't mind, I don't want to feel Anything I don't want to feel Melting to your kiss I never thought it would end like this We were indivisible The long goodbye They say you die a little every time Learn to smoke 
borrow the car and return the wheel Running blind There's no God Till we grow Strong enough to carry on Through life that's filled with song and pain Each passing yields the next refrain Now you're gone Till the sadness lingers on Twenty years have come and gone, my friend But I see you again Scott told a joke But Shelby's eyes said you've misunderstood Ben held my hand But Paul drove us all round the We played and we cried In the days that you died Till we grow Strong enough to carry on Through life that's filled with song And pain each passing yields The next refrain Now you're gone Still the sadness lingers on Twenty years have come and gone, my friend Will I see you again? I hear your voice across the sea Wash over me With a smile upon your face So gracefully Put your heart in my hand This is Jen, everyone. If you're just joining us, thank you for joining us. Um, this is Jam Happy Hour, the first Friday Jam Happy Hour of July. I don't know how we have managed to make it to July of 2021 already. It's wild. It's wild. I feel like, I don't know about you, this past you know year and a half has in some ways just dragged out and been so slow and um, at times felt so hopeless but then there have been these very hopeful moments especially a lot of the times when I think back and time's been flying it's related to hope related to music Um, with the live music coming back I didn't realize before the pandemic just how important music really is for sanity and expression um, so thank you and thank you to like all the artists out there that have continued to just keep on keeping on because I know it's not easy. I can't imagine doing it. Yeah. I um it was 
so devastating at first, but then I, a lot of people I know just sort of dove into making music and not everybody. I think for some people it was just so catastrophic, everything that was going on that they couldn't access that part of their brain. But, um, I found it to be a really nice escape, right? Just and collaborating with people that were also stuck at home. And also I have a lot of friends that were able to like, I took guitar lessons from someone I admire very much. Well, I took one and then I never got back to it, but I was so excited about it. Uh, but a lot of people I know were like, oh my God, you can, my brother-in-law was taking chess lessons from this pro who was stuck at home and started giving lessons over Zoom. And so there were exciting things happening yeah. throughout the apocalypse. And I mean, right now, you know, you're all the way over in North Carolina and on a typical sort of day or in your normal circumstances, this maybe wouldn't even have been an option to have you perform for, for us, for Jam Sellers and have this sort of collab. And so in that sort of sense, it's been a blessing because we've had so many connections with musicians that, um, you know, we may have not been able to meet, even if yeah. it is virtually. It's really yeah, no, cool. it's so cool the way people like you guys like jumped on the virtual aspect of things and made it happen. Yeah. Because that's, I, I wonder how much of that particular shift will stick as things open back up. I know. So, considering there are fewer venues and every band out there is like desperate to tour and make some money. Right. So the, the venues that are there are booked till eternity, it feels like, but... So it's nice to have this virtual option continue. Right. I feel like there's definitely a sense of community um, just rifling through a bunch of different uh, musicians or just anyone really that has a, a bigger following on any social platform that has been posting these these live um, concerts or live shows or um, podcasts. There's this like cult following now with those sorts of things. And I think... Um, though it may not continue to the extent that it has in terms of the frequency, I think that it'll keep happening. I think it's it's something cool for people to kick back and and feel a part of at home. Um, yeah, kind of a safe space for people, which is cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so I was reading in an interview. Um, I can't remember which interview it was, but you were talking to someone about how. Like one day your kids, they'll be teenagers, they'll become adults and press releases that they might see about like the decade where, um, you know, you were a busy person and um, talking about like your dreams. And um, you ultimately said, it's me, not you kids. <laughs> but I feel like with that being said, like you probably have learned a lot from your kids and maybe like your eyes have been open to a lot of things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why I, I feel like it became kind of a fun story. Like, oh, Jen's making music again after she had to like go have these kids and be away from it. But it was a beautiful thing in a period of my life where I wasn't making music because I kept having these babies. <laughs> um, but there takes, takes a toll for sure, but in a good way, too. Yeah. And it, it became really hard to figure out how to make music in that environment. But I mean, in the same way, what we're talking about, like COVID and you reprioritize and you learn things mm -hmm. about yourself. I, I, it's 
it's very related, the experience I had stepping away from music for 10 years um, to raise some kids. <laughs> hey, you're doing a great job. It's oh, it's hard enough as it is to like try and remember to feed yourself or, you know, get know. to bed on time and wake up on time. But like, yeah. you're, you're killing it. Doing great. Well, there's definitely a conflict within me because I felt like, okay, let's just do this baby part and then I'll get back to what I was doing before. But right. now I'm realizing I'm in the um, a different phase of things with the more emotional aspects of parenting. <laughs> yes, because your 10 year old, she's a Taurus and then you've got a Gemini and how old's and the, the Gemini? He's five okay. and he, he's adorable. So far <laughs> that like twins personality thing is just, a, it's cute. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're mad in five seconds. You're going to be giggling. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, and then I have a cancer who is another water sign like me. So I um, fully relate to his sensitivity level. But yeah, sometimes it's hard. Yeah. And how old is um, the cancer? He what's today's July second. He will be eight in twelve days. Oh my god! It's it's been a countdown for like a month and a half, and the math is so hard for me. <laughs> I feel that. Like I don't. What was it yesterday? I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I know. What month is it? It's mm. July twenty twenty one. Yeah. Crazy. Um, okay, so before we get into more music, I'm also curious. Like in this past decade and a half since Seawolf. Um, how do you feel if at all, like your creative process, how has that evolved? Yeah. Um, it's crazy that it's a decade and a half since that, um, playing with Seawolf, but yes, this is like my favorite subject ever. I never got into podcasts until I discovered the ones that talk about this subject. And there's a great book called, um, songwriters on songwriting. That's like a Bible mm. written by, I, now I'm spacing on the writer's name, but he was a journalist for a music magazine and then he condensed it down to like the best of, but you can, it's, it's a good bathroom book, but you can read these little <laughs> stories, interviews with artists about their songwriting process. And those are things that I listened to and read when I had no idea how to write again. Um, and I left Seawolf because I wanted to make my own music and I did. And then I got pregnant and got caught up in that. But, um, for years I was so frustrated, like making these little demos on my phone. And obviously as the technology progressed, those sounded better and better, which was exciting because when they sounded bad, it was really disheartening. But, um, I just finally had to change my process. My, my husband was always saying like, just do it differently. Like, because I would say, I need to be alone for two weeks in a room to write. And he's like, that's never going to happen. Find right. another way. And so I just started compiling these little demos and I would relabel them. Like, I like this baseline or I made a, a document of all the lyrics I liked and I threw away all the rest of them or I, I put them somewhere else. So I wouldn't, sometimes I look at them, they're still bad, but um <laughs> But then I, I made a record that hopefully will come out soon that was kind of a compilation of those eight years of demos. Um, and the same thing as Oh Brother, like putting Jason's demos together and adding some to it. I, I did that with my own music and it's cool. I don't think I'll ever go back 
And now I'm starting to write with other people, which I was always so shy to do. Um, and that's been really a thrill to the more I see other people's different processes, um, the more I feel like I can try different things and um, be more open minded about songwriting. But I do um, typically the guitar is in hand and the words come out. And I might change them later, but it, it comes out as something all at once. And then I edit. Yeah. So you're cracking me up because I have I like writing things out. I don't like typing things on the computer. I don't know if you're that same way, but um, I have terrible handwriting. <laughs> yeah. Once I'm like I have a lot of but ideas going yes. on, it, it gets so bad. But my <laughs> actual handwriting, if I'm trying, it's pretty good. But yeah, yeah. That's when I know I'm being creative. Yes, exactly. When you can't read it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, okay, (laughs) let's use some context clues here. What am I trying to say? Um, But, you know, it's the coolest thing, whether it's just journaling or lyrics um, in, in your specific situation, going back years later, even if it's still shit, it like just reading and think and just remembering what you were doing in your life at that point in time when you were writing it out or yeah. had that thought. And, um, you know, so I'm, I'm very much wary about throwing notes away because I like looking at them like 10 years later. It's really totally. cool. Uh, my, one of my regrets in life, I try not to have too many, but, um, I had a journal when I was like, 15, 16, that was just total teen angst, poetry, like, I hate my parents kind of stuff. (laughs) And I had this cathartic moment when I was in my early 20s where I was like, I need to just shed this. And I threw it away. And now Mm. in this mindset where I'm in, where I'm pulling things from old stuff, like there was probably so much stuff in there that I could have used, like all those old treasures from, I mean, I don't need to write about what it's like being a teenager, (laughs) but just it would be cool to revisit like Danny looked so cute today in math class fifth period (laughs) at 2 p.m um looked uh, adorable I I hope I marry him one day and you're like oh boy what is that person up to now (laughs) thank god I was not at all boy crazy until much later (laughs) but yeah and you ended up with Roman I've never met any Roman other than yeah. the Roman you're discussing. Sounds like yeah. a fine gentleman. Thank you. Yeah, he is. <laughs> um, Taurus, so stubborn, but yeah. loyal and really cool. <laughs> yes, yes. So um, real quick before we get into another song, or a couple songs actually, back to back. Um, so the people can find your music, Jen, at, is it springsummermusic.com? Yes. And then I... I'm pretty active on Instagram, which is uh, Spring Summer 2K. Okay, there we go. And I think it's Spring Summer 2K on Facebook too. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I um, I have such a hard time with social media, but I I do Instagram. It's like my one. There's so much now. Like even just to keep my website updated, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, even here, it's so funny to me all the stuff that. Thank, thank goodness for your tech guy, Greg, who's yeah. an angel. I know. Um, but the things that musicians have to do right now to play music, I, I don't want to sound like a whining baby, but 
uh, it's so much more stressful than actually just playing music, <laughs> getting all yeah. the stuff set up. But I feel like it's going to make the tech people at concerts and festivals that are now having to do stuff. They're going to get a lot of like free shots and free <laughs> everything because yes. people are going to come out of the cave they've been in for a year and a half, get on stage and be like, dude, you're doing the things I've had to do myself for the past year and a half here take this <laughs> yeah I know I cannot wait <laughs> so exciting well with that being said I'm gonna cheers you my dear oh thanks cheers make sure that you check out springsummermusic.com and springsummer2k on Instagram um, hopefully we will get a taste of some new music sometime in the near future from Miss Jen here. So um, I have so many things to put out now, so many plans. Oh, it's so exciting. exciting. So, yeah, keep yourself updated, especially on Instagram, um, if you want to learn more and just know when, when everything's coming out and going to get into some more music. You ready, Jen? Chariot, I'll fly away. Let's leave the bullshit for another day. And when those shadows come, I'll know what to say to make the bad times float away. Cause I, I don't wanna fight Drop your armor, this is our lullaby And when the water falls from my eyes to yours You best believe we can Stay the course And when you get to That silver moon saloon Don't you worry I will be there soon Cause I I don't wanna fight Drop your armor, this is our lullaby With light in our eyes, arms open wide We are a circle
beginning to analyze the feelings that you may be hiding in your lies. Dwell on yesterday, you'll never make it through the day. Count your deeds undone, the light up each and every word. Say a blessing for the friends who are gone, they've had their fun. It's time for you. Get off your ass and move Well, you don't know How it makes me feel The way you sit there and pretend this isn't real That you don't want me was bow your head and i love that i love that song it's like it gives everyone a little taste of what has yet to come um it is this perfect balance of like this melancholy sort of bittersweet sort of vibe um but the chorus and and just this the strings and every every part of the instrumentals kind of balances with um, the different levels with the vocals. Oh, thank um, you. That was um, my good friend Patrick Park produced that song, and he really took it to another level. I'm so grateful. Heck yeah! And um, did Roman direct that video? He did. Uh, I have this other oh. life as a script supervisor, which is kind of a confusing role, but I, I'm involved in films and commercials, and. Um, we did a commercial together. I was working with Roman and we wrapped early, it finished early, and um, everyone just agreed to stick around. So I like frantically called my band and got them to drive to Long Beach and crazy traffic and everyone sort of stalled. And so <laughs> it's, it's like a super fancy video that we just did kind of on the fly. <laughs> and it was like a single unbroken shot that was taken. Yeah, the right? commercial we were working on was using this motion control camera. So you program in all the moves. So we took like 40 minutes to get all the marks and then it's just programmed and you push a button and the camera goes. I, I shouldn't say that. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm sure the motion control guy was doing a lot. <laughs> 
Dude, you sounded like you knew what you were talking about. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So that th the people watching, if they want to go see that video, it's on YouTube, I believe. Yeah. On the Danger Bird YouTube um, then, channel. Awesome. Shout out to Danger Bird Records. <laughs> if you guys are still out there, cheers to you. Cheers to everyone. Now, are you going to do anything fun over in North Carolina for the four? I um, am going to go out on a boat on Lake Hickory with my dad and maybe my sister. I'll see some okay, fireworks. Okay. Love it. And what kind of boat? Like this a, is important. A little speedboat my dad's had for a million years like i was picturing you guys on a little like <laughs> or <laughs> something no you never know I, it's <laughs> i i was about to say oh maybe i'll water ski but i did that um a few weeks ago for the first time in too long and uh it was really hard to go up and down the stairs for a few days after <laughs> yeah i know but, isn't that like it's like the best feeling like oh okay i i did accomplish something because I'm super sore, but then also you're like, well, should I be feeling this sore? Do I need to be working yeah. out more? I, it's it's once in a blue moon for me. Yeah, so. I try. I need to get better. Well, I try. I I do Pilates over Zoom with my friend Stephanie, and it's just the most wonderful thing. I don't have to leave my house. Um, I, I love. There's aspects of what has happened that have just been so incredible, and that's one of them. But uh, the muscles that one uses trying to water ski is, are, are different than the Pilates oh muscles. Now, I don't know what they call, basically, so it's like water skiing, but um, instead of having a set of skis um, that you're being pulled by a boat by, then you have a surfboard. And I don't know what the lake surfing, I don't know if that's the term, but that's... it's. So wild. My cousins were posting all these videos on Instagram of them doing that. And I was like, where's the rope? Like, I don't understand. And then when I went water skiing, the um, young, handsome ski instructor guy was saying, hey, do you want to try this? I was like, not in front of you. <laughs> like, I, don't, no. I, like, I don't even understand I've how tried it works. It. No, I, I wish I had a video. Well, no, I don't. I don't want to ever see that footage. But of me trying to do that because it was it was insane. Yeah. I, I couldn't even like get my head out of the water once I fell and I never stood up on the board. But maybe one day I do want to do the one where you like go up into the sky. I don't know what that's oh, called. Parasailing? I guess so. Yeah. You're like you start sort of skiing behind a boat, but you end up like 30 feet above the water or something. Yeah. So I think that's what I'm thinking of. I've done that once in Lake Tahoe and that was a lot of fun. It's um yeah. it's definitely a little bit scary if you're afraid of heights. Um but for me it was like that perfect balance because I would never go skydiving or bungee jumping or do anything like that. But it kind of gave yeah. you just enough of that adrenaline rush where it was a good time but I probably won't die, you know. Right. I went uh <laughs> I jumped out of an airplane when I was 18. I wouldn't do it now that I have kids, but um, it was a total thrill. But we were at like, whatever, 15,000 feet. And I went with all my friends. It was my birthday. And one of us happened to ask what the matching tattoo was that all the instructors had. Because you go tandem with someone attached to you. And it was like an RIP no. of one of their friends this who was died parachuting. Right before you were jumping out of the... Yeah. But... 
I have since decided that they were fucking with us and they all got yeah. drunk and got this tattoo to mess with people that went up in the airplane because yeah. it was just so unsettling. And I, I, I think I have that thing in my brain where I'm not afraid of much like free solo guy from that movie. But, mm-hmm. um, in that moment I was terrified wow. and then you have to jump, but you yeah. live to tell the tale. Yes. So it all. Good. That's the thing, all, all that stuff. The risk is so low. Yeah. I mean, it's it's worse to drive through a typhoon in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. This is so true. That's why every time I get scared when I'm taking off on a flight or we're landing, I'm like, well, you know, you've gone 80 miles an hour on a freeway in California, so yeah. this can't be any worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, real quick, before we get into this last little bit here... Um, I wanted to go back to the song Our Lullaby because I was wondering, did that have anything to do with children, the creation of that song, or was that unrelated? Uh, it's more, um, I, hmm, oof, this is hard to talk about the personal aspects of songwriting, but, um, I, in a sense, it's more about marriage, and um, I, my husband and I have been together for 18 years, so you have your ups and downs, mm-hmm. and that's sort of like coming out of a down time and just wanting to like get through it together. Yeah. Um, my friend, I'm here in my hometown, and my friend from high school sent me that chord progression, and uh, and then I wrote the lyrics, and then um, it was there's a recording of it that'll come out someday, I hope, but it was produced by, um, Aaron Embry, who has played with a lot of people, Elliot Smith and Daniel Lenoir. And, um, and he put the most beautiful piano part over it. And he had a song come out today. Uh, that's very good. So, well, it's fun to see everyone's helping other people make things and also making their own things. Yeah. Heck yeah. And you said it's Elliot Smith, Aaron Embry, Aaron Embry. Um, was my producer, and he had been the piano player for Elliot Smith. Okay, well, you heard it here, everybody. Make sure you go. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the Instagram handle is for for Aaron, but um, uh, if you just go to Spotify and look up Aaron Embry, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's a song called "Wanna Be King," and it's great. So cool. Well, shout out to Aaron. And um, real quick, I've got a little joke for you before we head into another song. The last song why couldn't the pony sing a lullaby i don't know why she was a little horse <laughs> oh yeah. I, I love it i love it now you, you take a sip now <laughs> to forget about that awful joke there you go um, cheers i this i feel like everyone knows this one but what did zero say to eight i don't know you tell me Nice belt. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take another sip. <laughs> hey, if you're at home, yeah, wash it out. take a sip also. It's Friday. We've made it. Cheers, everyone. Thank you. Cheers. Shout out to you, Jen. Shout out to everyone oh, watching. Thank you, Sam. All right. What are we going to hear for this last one? Um, this last one is sort of an interesting one. It's called Mountaineer. Um, and I wrote it in 2009 and I was playing it live at that time, but it was, um, in six, eight and just a beautiful folk song. Um, 
And then I started working on a record with my friend Jennifer Lindbergh, Jenny Lee from Warpaint. And uh, she really kind of was crafting it into more of a rock song, which was fun. I hope you guys can hear it someday. Um, and my cousin Jason plays drums and he really was like, oh, you got to do it 4-4 rock and roll. And so it's of all my songs, it's had the m most progressions over time and I'm really happy with where it's ended up. Cool. I'm excited to hear so, it. Hope you like it. <laughs>
Jen Furches, everybody. Spring, summer. Make sure you go to springsummermusic.com. Go to Instagram. Hit the follow button. It is spring, summer, two, the number two, K. And that's where you're going to keep yourself updated for the most part when it comes to anything that's going to come out in the near future in terms of music, which is super exciting. And um, any plans for for touring or or performances? Yeah, I think uh, nothing planned now, but I'm hoping to do some stuff in L.A. in November, December and then go out and support a new record. We'll see. But March, maybe 2022. Yes, Jen's birthday month. <laughs> yes. Let's I'm so excited. Yes. Um, thank you. Okay, you got it. A uh, couple things before we head on out of here into our 4th of July weekend. Mm. Why are mountains always tired? Oh. I don't know why. Because they don't ever rest. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I wouldn't have gotten that in a million years, but it's good. That's a good thank one. You. Oh, thank you. This has been Got so you. fun. So much fun and just so exciting to to gear up for the summer and, and with live music back. And hopefully we can get you over here from North Carolina over to Napa and have you perform because we are back to live music in our tasting room. I would love right it. Now. Great. Super exciting. Well, thank you so much, Jen. Thanks for having uh, me. What a blast. Thank you, everyone who's tuned in today. And uh, we'll see you next time. Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th. And thanks for the wine. Cheers. You got it. Cheers.